Welcome back to Moments. I'm so glad to have this midweek time with you and Bible study with you. And we're in the middle of our fast from wrong thinking. We're getting towards the end of our fast from wrong thinking, but it doesn't matter where you started. You might've started on day one with me, but you may have started on day one when we were on day three or day six or day seven. So it, it doesn't matter wherever you are engaged in fasting from wrong thinking, which is not a fast from food, by the way, Thank it is God. a fast from wrong thinking. And we're dismantling the thoughts that defeat us. We're dismantling dismantling the thoughts that limit us. We're dismantling the thoughts that oppress us and make us unhappy and feel negative. And we're releasing and activating supernatural faith in our lives, That's supernatural right. faith in the love of God, the goodness of God, and the promises of God. Come and on. we had such a good time last week. Yes. And people enjoyed it. So they, I think they wanted you back. So here we are. Aww, thanks. Hey, <laughs> we're in it to win it. And we're going to talk about day, even though we're on day 31, I think okay. you, you, you had mentioned, we are going to talk about day 26, which is a feeling that so many of us have. Yeah. I feel stuck. If you feel stuck financially, if you feel stuck physically, you feel paralyzed, you feel like you can't move forward, you feel discouraged, immobilized. We all have that feeling yeah. of being stuck, don't we? Absolutely. Like if you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to make new friends or you're trying to figure out a new career or I don't know, you just feel stuck and the same old, same old, you know, or yeah. you just feel like you're trying so hard to make you, you've been doing this fast with us and good job, by the way, for staying with it. I'm so proud of you. Uh, but you know what? Sometimes you don't see the change right away. You just keep going, keep moving forward a little bit here, a little bit there. Change is happening. Yeah. And we just, but you know what? There's that moment where you just feel like, wow, is anything really changing? And I do feel like I'm kind of in a, in a rut, yeah. you know, or like I'm circling like the plane, the airplane circling. And it's like, I'm not moving forward. I'm in yeah. this rocking chair. I'm moving, I've but I'm on, not going anywhere. I've been on a lot anywhere. of flights like that. They just keep circling for a few times. That's the worst. You feel stuck and uh, you're waiting for the control center to say, come on down now. But I think we all know what that's like to feel stuck. That, But I want you to be encouraged today. There is a way out of whatever you're in, and there is a way in of whatever you have been kept out of. If you've been kept out of a job, kept out of a financial level, kept out of healing, there's a way into your healing and yes. there's a way out of that sickness. There's a way into your blessing and there's a way out of that curse because Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. That's right. Whatever you're, whatever you're trying to get out of, there is a way out. Whatever you're trying to get into, there is a way in. And I thought maybe we would today just, be, I'm going to ask you to give today. And we're going to take a moment to okay. give to the Lord and to give to the work of, of God's ministry in God's house. Um, and I want to just encourage you. And then we're going to go through like a rapid fire. Maybe you can read off each thing each point on this thought, and then we can, we can speak to each one of those points one by one, bullet point them. But I want to encourage you to, to do something today in the area of generosity, because this is a lifestyle. We're not trying to collect an offering. We're not trying to raise money. We're trying to reflect the image of God, because we're made in the image of God. And the Bible says in Ephesians chapter five, verse one, be imitators of God. And what is the greatest way 
to imitate God. It's mm. to love. Mm-hmm. And the greatest demonstration of love is generosity. God so loved that he gave. And to be imitators of God means to be imitators of his generosity. He so loved us that he gave his son. He didn't withhold his only son, so why would he withhold anything else? The Bible says generosity is a lifestyle. I really want to get I really want to get this across to you. Now, do I believe you can plant a financial seed today and get a financial harvest? Absolutely. Do I believe that whatever you sow, you're going to reap? Absolutely. Do I believe that when you give, it's going to be given back to you? Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over? Yes. Absolutely. But I don't want you to just be limited to an outcome from your giving. Come on. I I want you to realize that generosity is the happiest life you could ever imagine. So true. There is no better life than a generous life. A a generous soul, the Bible says, Mm -hmm. shall be made prosperous. The person who's generous, the world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller, Proverbs 11, 24 says. So I want to encourage you, create generosity in your life beginning right now. Plant a seed, be generous, be realize that that's the mo- that's when you are the most like God when we're being generous and giving to bless and to s- others and to see the world impacted with the gospel. So, would you take a moment? There's several ways on the screen you can give, and I want to pray for you, and I want to pray for out- an outrageous outpouring of God's generosity in your life and an outrageous response by you and me and us to give as hilariously and generously as God does, because we're made in his image. Lord, thank you for an outpouring of your generosity, a manifestation of your generosity in each person's life connecting here right now, each family, each individual. Lord, outrageously bless them, because you are the greatest, most outrageous giver in the universe. And let them see it. Let them. You said we. You said test me in this, Lord. I pray that we would test you, and you would so pass this thing with flying colors. Not that we're trying to give you a lesson, Lord, but you said, put me to the test. Amen. And so we, we just. I just pray for yes, outrageous generosity you, to thank flood you, every person's life yes, and to pour back from every person's life into the kingdom of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So God bless you and thank you for your contribution and your generosity. And let's live this lifestyle. You're going to find consistency is the key to anything. And consistently being generous is the key to experiencing abundance in your life, really. Um, So Grace, I feel stuck. You felt stuck. I felt Mm -hmm. stuck. We felt stuck together. Mm -hmm. We've all know what it's like. We felt stuck in our church sometimes where we weren't seeing growth or we weren't seeing impact, but it's happening. We just don't always see it sometimes. How do we, let's, let's go through these. We have like five or six keys to overcoming this mentality of failure that I feel stuck or this is this emotion of feeling stuck. Okay. You're going to love this, but Romans eight, well, it's Romans eight twenty six. Um, we don't always know how to pray as we should, but the Spirit intercedes for us. So the point is, believe in the ministry of the Holy Spirit today. Wow, such a great word. Um, it, when you feel stuck, we are not alone. You're not alone. We're, yeah. we're not alone. The Holy Spirit, I mean, besides salvation, 
wouldn't you say, like, I feel this way, maybe you do too, knowing the Holy Spirit is living inside of me, knowing the Holy Spirit is in my life, knowing that I have God, God's very presence in me. Yeah. We all do. When you're born yeah. again, you have God's presence in you. Isn't that the greatest thing that you can, can experience? The Holy Spirit. Wow. There is, I, I have to say this, you said this yeah. early on in the fast, you'd said there was a thought like God is far from me. And you said the fact, it's a myth yeah. that God is far from you. God is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. Emmanuel, God, God with, with us, us, the Heavenly Father, God for us, and the, and the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit God, God in us. us. Wow. So we it's said a, that at the same time too. That's <laughs> No matter. So That's it's so a good. myth, though. It's a myth that the the devil wants you to. I love that. The devil wants you to buy into his illusion, hmm. the devil's illusion that God is far from you. It's an illusion. Yeah. It's a myth. Yeah. It's not real. It's he really is not far from us. He lives inside of us. He's for us. He's with us, like yeah. you said, and he's in us. That's right. And I think the Holy Spirit knows how to bring to pass God's will in our lives. So we just need to invite the, let's take a moment right now. Before we go to step two, let's take a moment and invite the Holy Spirit to invade our situation and bring us and pray th through us and pray for us according to the will of God, right? Yeah, it's good. Right now, right where you're at, Lord, we just pray in the name of Jesus. Mm. We just pray for every person who's... Thank you, connecting Jesus. here. Yes. Holy Spirit, we ask you to intercede for us. We invite you to teach us. We thank you that you, you, you pray through us when we pray in tongues. You pray through us when we don't have the words. You pray through us when we're worshiping, when we're thanking. And we invite you, Holy Spirit, to move in every person's life. Move in them. Yes, Lord. Move through them. Yes, Father. So you can move them to this next marker, this next season, this next breakthrough Thank you. in their life. Holy Spirit, we Thank invite you. you. Baptize people right now, Holy mm -hmm. Spirit. Mm -hmm. Baptize them in the Holy Spirit. Praise Baptize you. the person that wants to be yes. filled with the Spirit of God. Baptized in the Spirit of God. Overflowing with the Spirit of Thank God. You, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Just receive that mm, gift so of the good. Holy Spirit, the baptism of power in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And by the way, if you want to know more about that, when we were just praying for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you can download my book, the power of a new life anywhere in the world. And one of the chapters is dedicated to the power of the Holy Spirit. And I take you through each verse that or many verses that have to do with the baptism of the Holy Spirit and how they were speaking with other tongues and prophesying and exalting God. And it takes you through the simple steps to experience this beautiful gift called the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is not the same as baptism in water. It's immersed in water is baptism in water. Immersed in the Holy Spirit is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So check that out. Go to our website and uh, lifechangerschurch.com slash... Um, connect and you'll find the book, the power of a new life, and you can download it for free yeah. anywhere in the world. Get that chapter on the baptism of the, the power so of the Holy Spirit. You'll be really blessed. You can only go so far with your mind. That's right. We and need the, the Holy next, Spirit. What's the number two? The next point it says that. Think this thought today. Prayer changes things. There's nothing you can't impact 
through prayer. So prayer, prayer gets you unstuck. Oh, that's 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 it right there. It gets you prayer, moving. Prayer gets you unstuck. Right. That's it gets good. you moving again. Prayer is powerful. All things whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Jesus said, that's right. Jesus said that in Matthew chapter 21, Mark chapter 11. Yeah. All things, whatever you ask in prayer, believing, like just believe it, believe you have it. And it'll be granted to you. So prayer changes things. Prayer moves things. Don't be afraid. Jesus said to Peter, he said, whatever you bind on earth is going to be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is going to be loosed in heaven. God has given us authority to pray and move things and move mountains and right. move our own soul and move our own life in a direction towards the blessing and the goodness and the power of God. So don't underestimate your power right now to pray. What if you just prayed right now, Lord, I want to go to the next level in my life. Just pray that Lord, I want to go to the next level in my life right now. I pray it. I believe it, believe it. And I receive it in Jesus name. Now you're going to see breakthroughs. Okay. So now we're just going through, by the way, you can, Start this fast from wrong thinking at any time. It's not a fast from food. It's a fast from wrong thinking. We're specifically talking about day 26 because we know we're on day 31, but we want to talk about day 26 because we all know what it's like to feel stuck and we want to dedicate a moment's broadcast for that. What is number three? Number three, believe that faith finds a way. Whenever I feel stuck, I remember these words, faith finds a way. So Mark two, one through five. Let me talk about that passage for a moment. Okay. Um, that's such a great, no, that's such a great, (laughs) so are you, uh, faith finds a way is such a great phrase to live by. That means that no matter what we're facing, no matter what anybody's going through, I know I've felt this at times, that there's no way. Uh-huh. And yeah. But faith finds a way. So that's, and you felt that. And we've prayed and we've seen things change when we believe there's a way. We've, we've seen the way show up. And sometimes I don't even up. have, can I just say, yeah. sometimes I don't even feel like praying. I don't even feel like I know what to pray. I don't even know what to do next. And again, that's why I do like, I want to encourage you about the Holy Spirit, baptism of the Holy Spirit, because when you can pray in the Spirit, it's beyond your mind. It's it, Your mind is limited, but your spirit has God inside. So yeah. it's like so that great. is the way that kind of breaks through the, gives you a path Beyond yourself, yeah. beyond your self-effort, beyond your own strength, beyond your ability, the Holy Spirit. I just thought of a funny story. Not funny. A real quick story. A missionary, or he was out in some crazy jungle area, and he couldn't, didn't know the way to get to the mission that he was setting, he, heading towards. And they gave him a guide to get him through. And so the guy in front of him was just cutting down with a big like axe, cutting down all these weeds and all these trees. And, and the guy's like, I don't see the path. I don't understand where we're going. I don't see the path. And the guy who was cutting everything down looked back at him and goes, I'm the path. Mm. Great. Sometimes that's the Holy Spirit in our life. He's the path yeah. making it for us when we don't see it. You and know? Jesus and Jesus said, I am the way. Yeah. He is, he is the path, which is another point. But okay. let me let me which Sorry. is a great point. No, it's a great story too. I want to say something about this passage in Mark chapter two because it says, um, you know the story. The friends gathered, you know the story, Grace. They 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 were all gathering at this house where Jesus was preaching, and some men bringing a friend of theirs, a paralyzed man 
carried by four of them, since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they went up on the roof, opened the roof above Jesus by digging through it, and then lowered the mat that the man was lying on. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. And then he said to the young man, rise and walk. But it's interesting that he says in verse five, when Jesus saw their faith, it wasn't even the boy on the on the stretcher. Yeah. It wasn't his faith that they, that Jesus saw. He saw their faith. And what, how was their faith demonstrated? Their faith was demonstrated was when there was no way in, they went up and down. They found another way. They, and Jesus saw that as faith. When you just say, there's no way you're not in faith. But when you say there is a way, I might not know the way, I might not know what it is, I might not know the next step, but there is one. There is an answer. There is a breakthrough. There is a key. There is a solution to whatever you're facing. And these guys manifested their faith when they refused to accept no as an answer, when they refused to say there's no way it seemed like there was no way faith found a way that reminds me it makes me feel like you got to be around people who have this he's got some good friends that's exactly right get a little help from my friends right it's like you got to have some people around you that are moving forward and so sometimes when you feel stuck the answer is you know get around people that are moving in the direction you need to go right and they'll help carry you because we need each other we do need each other can't be by ourselves john lennon wrote the song help yeah and we watched this documentary and maybe you guys have seen it but and but they talk about i don't know which documentary this was but there's several of them they talk about how john was so discouraged at this point in his life his fame had just overtaken him. He, did, and he, he didn't like it and he didn't know what to do with it. And he was grew up to totally depend on himself because he didn't, his mother died when he was young, his father left him. So this song, he just felt this urgency to find these Beatles, members of his band, to find them as his brothers and his friends. And he writes this song out of this desperation. Help, I need somebody. Help, not just anybody. Help, I need somebody. Right? I need someone. And what you said, Faith, uh, can I get a little help from my friends? This guy got healed because he had friends who had faith. Yeah. And we need to surround ourselves with people of faith. That's why we want to stay connected on moments. That's why... Yeah, you, you got to be in church. Yeah, you got to stay connected. You got to be in church. You got to have friends that, that are full of faith. Attend in person. Or if you're not, in, if you're not in a local area, attend online. Get there. Meet, make friends with the people. Talk in the chat boxes. Do whatever you got to do to connect. Get in a small group. Get in a life group. Start a life group. Start a web uh, a watch party. Do whatever you can do to develop faith filled friends, seeing their faith. Yeah. This man was healed, forgiven and healed. Good. Okay. Number four. Number four. Remember, Jesus is the fourth man in the fire. When it seemed like the three men in Daniel three were going to be burned in the fiery furnace, Jesus showed up. What was an impossible situation was made possible because Jesus was with them. 
And he's so with good. you now. So good. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego in the middle of a fiery furnace. See, fire does not scare Jesus. And whatever problem you're in right now, whatever problem I'm in, whatever problem anybody's watching, connecting us, connecting with us, with us today, whatever problem they're in, yeah. doesn't scare Jesus. Mm. He gets right in there with you. That's so good. He is not mad at you. He could, they could have thought, oh, we got ourselves in this fire. <laughs> we got ourselves thrown in this furnace. Jesus is never, God's never going to deliver us. God showed up where they were. He's the fourth man in their fire, and he's the fourth man in your fire. And he will never run from your situation, no matter how intentional you were in doing something wrong, no matter how unintentional. You're not getting rid of him. He's your fourth man in the fire. And he will never leave you or forsake you. And I think we need to remember and flood our minds with that thought. He's not leaving me. He's not afraid of what I'm facing. He's gone through what I'm, what I'm going through. He's not giving up on me. He's right there with me. This will get you out of feeling stuck because his presence is going to move you. Yeah. So yeah, good, good stuff. Really What's good. next? Number five, the fifth point. Jesus, you kind overtake of said this. this way of thinking. Jesus is your way. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. John 14, 6 says, and he's the way when there seems to be no way. He is your way out. Kind of like what you just said with the fourth man in the fire. He's and expect your way. him to make a way. Like yeah. if he's the way, he said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. God, thank you that Jesus is the way. So I don't know which way to go. Jesus, you're the way. I don't know what's the way to this solution, but Jesus, you're the way. Yeah. Like, talk to him. In fact, just take a moment right now, and let's, we're living this. We're um, yeah. experiencing this, aren't we now? And just pray. Just say, Jesus, you are my way. Mm -hmm. Just pray that. Jesus, you are my way. Mm -hmm. Lead me. You are my way in to what I've been kept out of, Say that, pray that, and you're, you're my way out of whatever bondage I've been in. I expect you to make a way. Father, I pray for each person to find your next path, your next way, your next breakthrough for them in Jesus' name. See, this is how you do this fast from wrong thinking. Just read it, pray it. Don't take as long as we're taking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you can do this so much faster but we wanted to take time with you yeah. to fellowship with you. And we're, we're not done yet. And to, and to experience this with you and vicariously feel it. It's like, uh, what's that word that we use when something is, is where you feel Empathy? it as if you're actually in that ex experiencing that. Yeah. Vi virtual, like vicariously. I think yeah. you hit it. Yeah. Right, I think something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think, anyway, I think people have to remember, I have to remember you know, sometimes I think I created myself, like I created my, like I didn't choose to be here. I didn't choose to be born. I didn't choose this to be born in this time, in this era, in this, you know, there's so yeah. much about our life that we didn't choose. And I'm not saying that everything is purposely, you know, um, I have a, a boy in our school who's one of the smartest boys in our school and the brightest and the, and he told me, um, one day he said, you know, 
he, we were talking about being adopted, how God adopts us. And he goes, you know, Mrs. Dickow, I was adopted. He goes, I was uh, left in a box on a doorstep. Mm. And it was in the news in Chicago, actually, years ago. And people were, you know, they were saying this baby was found, you know. Wow. And I'm, and I just think, you know, it wasn't his choice, but the way it all turned out, like there, it, God is bigger than even as big as we can imagine God is. He's, I heard you say that yeah. too in this fast. And it's he's like, he's so much bigger than what even we can imagine with our minds. So I think we have to kind of relax, breathe and recognize the fact we're human. God knows we're human. He knows, don't be mad at yourself when you don't have, have it perfect and you've been stuck and you feel like, well, I've been stuck this long. How could God? God ever forgive me. His mercy is new every morning. I need mercy all the time. Um, and, and I have to you. just remember that Jesus, he, he feels what I feel and he knows I'm human. Yeah. He created me and he's not mad at me. He understood. He knew I was going to act a certain way. He knew I was going to, you know, he but knows the, the, the boy future. who was in the box. What happened? He got adopted by a beautiful family and they are plugged into our church and He's a part of our, our school, and he's a, a real um, leader and loves God, is so smart, is so capable, and has yet, great business uh, dreams and ventures that he's going to pursue in college. And, and yet he was left in a, on his doorstep in a box, mm -hmm. and he was stuck there. And maybe— and God, he, was, he was stuck, and God got him unstuck. Right, because— God we, created a way. Maybe that was the best thing for him. Yeah. Maybe it might look like oh, I was born and I was stuck in a box, but maybe like, yeah, what you're just saying. I don't know if that's what you, I, that just kind of landed on me. Like, sorry to interrupt you, but no, it's, it's like good. we think, oh, I was born. You know, but that's the very thing that God did to get him unstuck, to get him into a good future trajectory of he life. He had that's no going control up, you know? over the situation. He yeah. was stuck. Yeah. And so I think the lesson from the story to me is. He had no control over it. You might feel like you're not in control. A person might feel like they're not in control of their situation right now. But God is. And God can move mountains to make sure that there is a way that is created when you don't even have the capacity to find that way yeah. or to create that way because you're a baby in a box. Wow. God made a way. And that, and that kid is a blessing to thousands of people now. He's a blessing in our lives. So many. He's a blessing in our kids' lives. He's a blessing in our church. He serves in, in the church. He's, he's got Great. younger brothers he takes because care of. Because God a, made a way yeah. when there was no way. Yeah. Now, the next step, I think, is the final step in dealing with, in, in mastering this thought, I feel stuck, or this emotion, I feel stuck. Tell us about this next one. It says, when Jesus... What is, was, what is it? Oh, what, what just is it? think next steps. There you go. Just Thank think you. next steps. When Jesus Great was tempted word. to not go to the cross, the Bible says he went forward a little. It's so funny, because I was just thinking this when we said Jesus is the way. I remember this picture. I didn't even know this was the next point. But Mark 14, 35, um, he was like feeling overwhelmed and depressed, and he, it was when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. Yeah. And he's like, Lord, this, you know, can you remove this cup from me? But if not, your will, not my will, but your will. And he just says he moved forward a little bit. He went forward a little. Like no, no verse in the Bible is there by accident, is it? And so when it says Jesus went forward a little, it's in the King James Version of this. Gosh, it's a beautiful yeah. translation. He went forward a little. If Jesus went forward a little... Don't minimize the little step you've taken. Mm. Don't belittle 
the little step. Don't belittle the little next step. Don't stop frowning on the little step that you made because Jesus only went forward a little. And if the son of God who never sinned could go forward a little when he's under the weight of all the pressure against him. And then the Bible says an angel came and strengthened him. He went forward a little and God met him with angel power. Jesus goes forward a little and God comes in a lot and strength came. That is great. Yeah. And so I really want to encourage this point. Just take the next step. Think about the next step. What is the next step? Maybe it's to write a note, a thank you note to somebody. What is the next step to your, the job of your dreams? Maybe follow somebody who's doing the job of your dreams on Instagram and contact them and direct mail them and tell them, I'm following you. I want to learn everything. Offer to work for them for free. And who knows? They could hire you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, but I'm not even saying you have to take all three or four of those steps. Just think next steps. What's, the, what's one incremental change? We were talking about this last week. The power of incremental change. Little steps. Little steps. Little changes. Like what we're doing every day, fasting. Every day. A little thought. Because we think, oh, but yeah, just you can make changes by taking a little. You over. We overestimate what we can do in one weekend and we underestimate the power of doing something little over a long period of time. It's good. And so just take those little steps every day. Increase a little bit. Do a little bit here, a little bit there. That's you really know? good. And, and you, you will... You, you will make it. You will get unstuck. If you feel stuck and you see, you're, you're imagining uh, the difference between being stuck and living your dream life. It doesn't work like that. It works like this. Stop imagining the dream life and just imagine for a second taking one step towards the dream life. Yeah. You were saying, what's the next step? I was thinking, um, get out of bed. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes just get out of bed. Next step is just go to work today and finish the day. Yeah. Um, just show up, show up, just show up. Like the guy that was praying and he was like, Lord, I, I've had a really good day so far. I haven't cussed. I haven't yelled at anybody. I haven't got angry. I haven't screwed up anything. But I'm about to get out of bed here, Lord, and I'm going to need a little more help. <laughs> My God, that is so funny. Is, oh, is, this, so the, is okay. this the next okay. Is that last the last step? step? Okay, it. so I want to encourage you, since taking the next step is our last step for today in overcoming the emotion and the thoughts of feeling stuck, I want to ask God to show you your next step. Like it could be a career next step. It could be a family next step. It could be just calling somebody, texting somebody. I don't know what it is, but if you feel stuck or if you simply want to make supernatural progress and you want angel power to meet you where you are, just ask God right now. Let's ask him together. Just say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Show me the next step. Show me the next step. You are my way. You are my way. And now I, I, I want to take the next step. Take the next I step. I want to move forward a little. Move forward a little. Show me what to do. Show me what to do. And I ask you, Lord, give me the desires of my heart in Jesus' name. Boom. It's coming. God said he would do it. 
He will give you the desire. He will give you the next step. In the meantime, take the next step to thank him for showing you the next step. But I haven't shown, I don't know what the next step is yet. Thank him because you asked him. Now believe you have received it. And when you believe that, everything's going to be all right. Amen. You're going to know what to do. So yeah. as we wrap up today's moments, I, I want to encourage you. This is life-changing. This has changed our lives. This is a lifestyle, a way of thinking. Fasting from wrong thinking is dismantling mindsets and strongholds and ways of thinking that we grew up with, yeah. that the devil passed on to us, that we might have grown up in our family with. But God has given us a chance to grow up some more. And God has given us a chance to reparent ourselves with new patterns of thinking that will get ingrained in your brain by thinking this thing and saying this thing. Say this out loud with us. Say, the Holy Spirit is interceding for me when I feel stuck. Just, just say that. The Holy Spirit's interceding for me when I feel stuck. He is moving in me and through me. I think and believe there is always a way. In Jesus' name, I will take the next step and move forward a little. Say that. I will take the next take step the and next move step. forward a little. And move forward a little. I'm so proud of you. Easy. We're so happy for you. And we're so happy to be connected to you. I am so excited about Sunday. Don't miss Sunday. Be there in person. Be there online. Maybe that's your next step. That's your next Come step. Come back to church. Get back. Get reconnected you to the, the right church. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. Get connected to people who have faith and we can lift each other up. You know, we can be in this journey. Even if you live in a different country or different city or state. What a great word. We can stay. That next step could be maybe just get, make a step that I'm going to every Wednesday join on Moments or every Sunday I'm going to join online. I'm just going to for the next four weeks going to just do this. Uh, I'm going to keep doing this fast. I'm going to keep going for the, and finish it out. You know, just one more day. One so more day. Good. One more day. <laughs> Hebrews 10, 25 is often overlooked during COVID. We, 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 we were reminded of this verse and coming back to church a year ago or whenever it was when we started coming back, the Bible says, do not forsake the assembling together as is the habit of some. You're not missing church because you're a bad person. You're missing because you've, you've gotten out of the habit. So mm -hmm. my encouragement to you, Grace's encouragement to you is get back in that habit and start today. Get back in that habit and start Sunday coming regularly in person or online. Can't wait to see you then. If you are watching right now and you've never received Jesus Christ as your Savior, why not be sure you're going to heaven when you die? Do you know Jesus did it all? All that's left for you is just to receive it and say thank you. Just pray this out loud if you want to be born again and be sure you're going to heaven when you die. Just say, Heavenly Father... I believe Jesus died for my sins and rose from the dead. I believe that I am now a child of God. Amen. Jesus is yours and you are his. Amen. And when you believe that, everything's going to be all right. I'm, I'm really happy that we got to this time together. And it's so much fun. It's a visceral experience. That's what it is. That's, that's, that's the, the word, word we were looking for. Love you guys and we'll see you Sunday.